All right, welcome everyone to Beers of the Roundtable. With me, as always, is Zach Adams, Scott McKeefer, and Bobby Kim. Joseph Vargas can't join us this week. We miss him very much, but in his place, we have our guest host, Jacob Cole, with us. Uh, Jacob, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? I'm Jacob Cole, uh, J. Cole for short, you know, <laughs> buy my mixtape. Not as good as... Uh, We're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'm not the real one. But uh, yeah, I'm just here as a guest. Glad to be here. Drink some right. beer, talk about games. Cool. Also with us, we have Marina the Pupperina. Pupperina. You're right. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's so cute. The star of the show. All if right. you guys are tuned in right now on, on 360 Live, you can you can see her sitting with Sim and Zach. She's so cute. She's gonna be she's gonna be going back to sleep pretty soon, I think, though. <laughs> All right. So this week we are drinking Ape Sneak. <laughs> that's uh ape snake huh they got a real ape snake <laughs> that there. sounds like a chinese hey, aphrodisiac so right there. what would be scarier like a gorilla with a snake head or a snake <laughs> with a gorilla head? would it have fangs though <laughs> it would still keep the fangs oh, yeah, the but snake, it would have the, gorilla the snake, it, like you know tries like strike at you but it's screaming like a gorilla and it's Dude, no, okay that's that's way more terrifying yeah. <laughs> It's just like a giant like ape head and then just like snake tail behind Instead it. Instead of having a rattler at the end, it's just a chest and two arms that beat itself. <laughs> <laughs> We're creating a monster. All right, so we, we, we actually have a couple bombers here tonight rather than our regular six-pack. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pop this one. Y'all share this around that side of the table. Could somebody pour for me? I've got a I've got a pupperina. <laughs> a pupperina. All right, then we're going to pop this one, and we're going to share it around this other side. We'll meet in between and... Coagulate. Figure out where we get extra. Coagulate. Coagulate. <laughs> Mitosis. <laughs> Combination fried well, rice. Well, uh, it's a lot of head there, but I imagine you can manage. I can manage. I've, I'm, I can do that. Oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> that don't sound good. Anticipation. Ah, Scott gets all of it. <laughs> so, who was our topic? Uh, yeah. Our top, oh, Scott already has some. I'm just holding a bottle in <laughs> the glass now. I'll, I'll pour myself some more. Some, please, sir. May I have some more? If, if somebody can pour me some more, I would. Hey, bring, bring me your glass. Look, look at, look at Marie. Look, she's staring at your glass like, what is that? Where's mine? That Beer. looks like my pee. Oh, oh. God. This is <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Out, man. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid everybody. She's completely healthy. Does she's... anybody else want an extra portion? I'll take a little bit more, please. Sure. Thank you, sir. It's interesting. So who's our uh, topic master this this uh, week? That's me this week. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. No, I'm just playing. Go. So real quick, uh, this this I just want to point out this beer is a dry hopped dark farmhouse ale. Mm. So, uh, mm. uh, delicious. We'll, we'll get a little bit more into it at the end, but just just so you know the the, the style here, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Frothy, flavorful. Before, before we get into Raised it, let me let me hands. let me have my first my first. Sip. No, you can't drink until after the show. <laughs> <laughs> What'd what I do say? Think? Does it smell good? <laughs> Smells good. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. I think Marina is giving it a uh, thumbs up. <laughs> she had thumbs. A paw up. Giving know. it a rough. <laughs> All right. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> this scent's a little rough. <laughs> so this week, I want to talk about um, the first-person shooter genre. Uh-oh. Like, um, I'm all over that. Just, just kind of talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about you know maybe some of our favorite classic examples of the genre, like kind of how it's evolved over the years. Where we see it going, some of our favorites of the more modern uh, era. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Okay. You, you got a starting thought? Yeah, I, I got a starting thought. All Obviously, right. when you talk about first-person shooters, you got to start with Doom. That's If you haven't played Doom, if anyone out there exists who hasn't played Doom, and you like first-person shooters, go play Doom. Jacob, have you played Doom? I played uh, the, the new Doom. one and the old one. played the old one online. I love you. <laughs> no, yeah, so, like, that's where it started, of course. Like, I mean... As, as a computer scientist, like like Doom kind of holds a special place in my heart, just because like that that game is like it's like the 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 challenge for people. Like you know they they have a device that they're working on. Like can I get Doom to run on this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I just got my RetroPie working last uh, last weekend, and what's one of the first things you can just download and play? You can freaking download Doom and play it. Yeah. I saw a post on Reddit here not too long ago. Somebody was working on like this half million dollar like printing machine, 
and he got Doom on, uh, to run on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Like running software updates. Why? Wow. Terrifying. It just but, prints out demons. And speaking of Reddit, I think there's actually a subreddit de- dedicated to can it run Doom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, I mean, Doom was definitely, like, one of the, of course, one of the first first person shooters I've ever played. Yeah. And, like, I loved it. It was awesome. It was bloody. And but, it's funny, I've, I was actually, I've been looking into Doom, like, kind of its history a little bit yeah. this week, just because I've been playing the new 2016 one, which uh-huh. is so awesome. All right. Uh, I, I, Bobby, you okay? need to go I agree. back it's all right. It's all right. It's you all right. need to go back and play it now after all the updates. I beat it in three hours. Right. No, but no, it, 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 must like, be, it must be nice to be able to sit down and play video games I'm three sorry. hours. No, no, no. no like, okay, it wasn't three hours. It was, like, more like, I, feel like, I think it was, like, five. And one of the things... Oh, I was playing on, like, the second hardest difficulty, and I got through it, and I was like, huh, that was fun. But then, like, I couldn't get myself to replay through the whole game. Well, for me, like, I haven't had a good first-person shooter in a while, and it's... And it's, yeah. it's not a bad game, but for me, it was, like, I got done with it extremely quickly. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. Just, mm, like, anyway. blowing people away, it's, it's fun. But. Yeah, so going back to, like, some of the history of, like, uh, the first Doom, because like it, it was one of the first first-person shooters of its time, and so when people were creating new games, kind of like based off that formula, mm-hmm. they were being called Doom likes, like yeah. kind of like a roguelike, like mm-hmm. Marathon, Randall, and yeah, yes. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And well, so what like, about Wolfenstein? Uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein, yeah. Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein was, actually came before Doom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is, people actually like that's but yeah, they that's attribute true. it to Doom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then eventually, you know that that transformed from Doom likes to the first-person shooter genre. Yeah, for sure. Well, see, and I guess one thing we should point out is, like, the original Doom game is, uh, isn't it technically, like, isometric? Because it's, it's not truly 3D, but right. it, it fakes it. It by... uses what's called a ray casting renderer. Okay. Yeah. Which, um... You I don't mean, know how, you know what that is? I mean, I, I can try to explain a little bit of, uh, of it. I mean, basically, you are looking at it you know of everything on the computer is a 2d image right but the world itself is basically just being rendered 2d but with like you know the perspective the perspective of depth mm-hmm. um i don't remember too much of what i was reading but there's a lot of um interesting stuff about how they built the render and like how it's it was one of the first ones that like it wasn't just you know you're walking through an area but there was actually height to it and you could mm-hmm. see upwards and right walk and upstairs. then yeah, yeah. It's just essentially whenever you pull that trigger if it's in front of you that's that's what that Which, actual yeah, that's ray, ray cast, cast yeah. is if it hits a target in front of you then it, it hit right. it yeah, yeah. you didn't have projectiles that were traveling yeah, right it's just like right. oh dead yeah but i don't know like it's if you look at it from doom to like today like halo and call of duty it's definitely been like it's definitely way way different oh of course because i remember even the jump between uh let's just say like Doom and like Quake Arena because Quake Arena was like I mm-hmm. play that game like so much right, right. and yeah, that that actually I like to say real quick Quake Arena I really think yeah. kickstarted the whole FPS uh, mm-hmm. esports I mean sector I mean yeah yeah it really launched I mean it was always going to first person shooters were always going to become an esport well I think that's that's probably where a lot of the competition came from but like Doom itself already had networked multiplayer built into it yeah mm-hmm. and it was actually actually became a really big problem when it like was first being released because people at work and companies were installing Doom on their computers and mm-hmm. having Doom parties yeah. and it was actually holding up the bandwidth of like you know one of our listeners networks. tinker just uh posted that on uh, live actually here it introduced him to networking you know which is you know it, it really did it, it changed i mean gaming for a lot of people i mean that was one of those first games where it was like i can play with my friends you know online play have land nights i wish know? i had friends <laughs> <laughs> oh my not god not at those times yeah we're just we're just here because you made us be here right <laughs> can can i go home to my family now <laughs> <laughs> Drink first. <laughs> but uh no I'm sorry, what was that? Go ahead. Uh go ahead. Go Brad. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, so like you know, Quake Arena was like a big one, but even like if we want to talk about like, you know, early two thousands with Halo when it came out, I feel like there was a big jump for the the genre. There was um like it seemed to kind of open up Well before Halo isn't wasn't Half Life. A really big deal? I think so. Oh, yeah, it, was so, yeah. it was huge because it, it huge. brought puzzles to first-person shooters. Nobody well, had seen also, something like that before. It had 
like voice acting in it that was like truly good decent voice acting <laughs> i mean come on truly they, decent good <laughs> <laughs> it was okay voice acting okay the first half-life game the problem was was that they ran out of money and so they had voice actors do the exact same voice so all the scientists have the exact same voice you'll yeah. have this young looking scientist and then a bald looking scientist and then like a black scientist all the exact same white nerdy voice so like, is, that, is that where they all had like the really high-pitched voices like greetings yeah. gordon <laughs> freeman <laughs> Greetings, Gordon Freeman. Come with us. I remember you. some game or some video I saw a long time ago where it was like, and like some of the scientists in like an elevator that was falling, and as it was falling past you, they're yeah, screaming. Gordon Freeman. <laughs> they fall past you like greetings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a Excelsior. great Excelsior. Well, and see, that was the first game to have, or Steam came out with that game right. in order to install it. So. If we hadn't had Doom and all these first-person shooters, we wouldn't have had the narrative, 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 <laughs> yeah, first-person shooter, which then led to Steam, which is like the best, which is DRM. iTunes for games now, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. actually perfect. Yeah, beautiful. Jacob, what, what about you? Like any? My uh, sadly, my first. Well, not sadly, but I liked it at the time. It was Call of Duty, like the single, the first one, the non-multiplayer is this very campaign. first call of duty well yeah i mean i don't know any other besides that i mean <laughs> halo one i think that was after that like ps yeah. ps2 or something right well it I was it, they had the world war ii ones well, yeah, at the I time think, i think i think boots call, on the ground call of duty i mean <laughs> i could be completely wrong but call of duty is probably one of the first games that really intru- introduced us to like actually role playing in a you know i guess like a real war i well, guess, like a military. I guess yeah. if you yeah. want to get technical yeah. it was actually medal of honor me, me, and then me. the guys from there left <laughs> what bringing all this knowledge <laughs> well they left to go make call of duty actually. and then they got fired and then made titanfall okay <laughs> no i'm just funny. i mean well actually yeah, actually that's what i was waiting for I was, that's what i was laughing i was waiting for you to do actually i was like i was like come actually. on you have it it's all yours well according According to my calculations. <laughs> but any other games that you like in the first version? I mean, I have a lot that I, I like. Have a lot, Go for just, sure, man. Just let's, 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 start, let's start, let's let's start uh, with retro titles. Let's start with like... like The oldest ones. That not like crazy old, but I'm like, you know, ones that came on the PS2 or GameCube or Xbox, the original Xbox. First person shooters on the Mine GameCube. Mine Call of Duty, man. <laughs> Perfect Dark. Uh, Yeah, that was... Perfect. I never played Perfect Dark. I don't know. I never played it. I thought it was. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Time, Super time, Mario Sunshine. Time splitters. Time splitters. Time splitters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Super Mario Sunshine. That is a first person shooter. That's the best. Whenever you zoom in, it's a third person shooter. No, whenever you zoom in, man. That's the best anime ever. But you could call Skyrim a first person shooter if you zoom in using arrow. Then. I mean, yeah, 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 actually, yeah you can. I, huh? I guess you could call it a first person. But is it a first person it's shooter? Not. No, it's not. But you can make it that way. You can if you. There's a difference between first person shooter and first person game. Download the gun mod. True. Yeah, download a gun mod. Yeah. Well, what about after what about Fallout? Train, Fallout? Train engines. No, in I'm there. just thinking about Fallout. Fallout the new Fallout. Just thinking about Donkeys. Uh, Donkeys Thomas uh, the train yeah. <laughs> And then like at the, at the very end, where he sees the crab, and he's like, "This is too much. This is Come too on, much. Master Come on, Chief. Chief. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> you do Donkey's that way awesome. too well, man. Yeah, that's good, dude. Donkeys awesome. I'm, I'm actually a donkey. I would do that. <laughs> I could see that, and then you could always hear his girlfriend in the background. I, I could probably see that it, Kara is actually. Yeah, I, I could, I could, I could see it. Kara, you back there? Oh, she slid in her wrist. No, <laughs> all right. Never mind. <laughs> no, like, I remember playing like a bunch of really, really dumb first-person shooters, but I played them because because they were so like just. Hang on, I feel I feel like we we brushed over Time Splitters too quick. Time Splitters two. Time Splitters two. That was the best. And you know why? Why? Because like the multiplayer deathmatch in Time Splitters Two was amazing. Yeah, it and was. you could run around as a as a monkey. Yeah, you could. Or <laughs> Dual little, wielding. Or, or a little girl. Or a little girl. You can run around as a gingerbread about... man. You can run around as a raptor. You run around as a zombie. You, just, that game was awesome. That game was really interesting, just because like you know you you were like time traveling through different time periods and like and kind of like um, taking on a different persona each time. Like you, yeah. you you were like and like the old like I guess Chicago gangster. That was my thing. favorite level. Yeah. And then, like, you were, there's like, a snow level yeah. in, like, Liberia. Know, like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I remember that game. First level, first level actually had zombies in it. That's right. I remember that. I mean, that game was good. Damn, that game was good. That game was so Did good. Did anybody play GoldenEye? I love GoldenEye. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yeah, dude. Oh, I think, like, five minutes. I don't know. GoldenEye was amazing. 
N64 Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sitting there at your friend's house with the little seven inch CRT screen yeah. doing four way split screen multiplayer. Maybe that's why all of, everybody our age has like eye problems. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like, yeah. even in like 2008, I had an 11 inch four way multiplayer still, man. Yeah. So no, I didn't upgrade for a long time. Dang. But that, that, that game was fun because you added all the different like cheats and stuff. Where yeah. like, you know, everybody, like you could be playing midgets with paintballs. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> and Big Whoa. Head. Can't big forget heads. Big Head always on every game and N64 was always Big Head cheat. Did anyone ever play Torok Evolution? Dude. <laughs> that was the worst like first person shoot I've ever played, but I beat it because it was so funny. It was so bad. Like multiplayer, you can actually play as a raptor, and you can chase your friends around like the map yeah. while they have guns. You just play as a raptor. That's all you did. You just bite them. It was so fun. Just bite them. Just bite, bite them. them. Bite them. And there was about this... the Banjo Kazooie multiplayer. That was fun too. I remember that. It was that a first person Banjo- shooter. Yeah, yeah. Well, Banjo- the, you ran around. the multiplayer yeah. is first person shooter. It was, it, was, it was great too. You mm-hmm. use Kazooie, and she shoots out eggs. How about that? <laughs> That's racist. Today I learned Kazooie's a girl. Yeah, uh, Kazooie is a girl. Kazooie! <laughs> I didn't play that game very much. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Kara walked up and just talking, like, spoken to a mic. I was like, she's over there. And I was like, oh, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm good at impersonations. <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. Hey, is uh, Guitar Hero a first-person shooter? <laughs> of notes. You hold a gun in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> See? I mean, the way I hold the guitar, it's a yeah, first-person shooter. Exactly. Yeah. We get mad like star power to reload. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a great first person shooter. One of my favorites. Now, like today, I guess more modern times, my favorite first person shooters are just. It's I still play Battlefield it's a Four. Shooter. <laughs> I still play I still play Battlefield Four uh, from time to time. Uh, I'm mainly on Gears of War, which is not a first person shooter; it's a third person shooter. Right. So it's mainly all about Battlefield Four and. I think that's it when it comes to first-person shooters that I play today. Yeah. All I, right. I will play Halo if anyone wants to ever play that. I'll jump on with you for sure. <laughs> but if I'm not playing that, I'm probably playing Battlefield 4. I just want to say Destiny. I'm a Destiny oh, fan. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and admit to it. The reason why was because... <laughs> You're going to admit to it? Is that something you got to admit to? Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm <laughs> no, no, a fan no. of Destiny. <laughs> I'm a Destiny player. Well, Dude, maybe well, if you said you were a fan of... Um, damn it. What's the... The, the big no man's sky. Yeah, that's the no one. No man's sky. Well, the thing is, though, is that a lot of people didn't like Destiny, myself included, for certain reasons. But the thing was, but you're though, a fan of it still. I'm a fan of the gameplay. I, I really am because the but thing was. But not a fan of the game. Yeah. Not I'm, a fan tr- of the game. I'm just trying to understand. Well, okay, so there's no story. That's the problem, is that every game in my mind. I thought it was an MMO. Yeah, it is. But okay, I, there. Okay, there was story, but it was all in all the grim, grimoire cards. Grimoire cards. Yeah. So you had to read it outside of the game. If you're gonna make the story, all right. If you're gonna make a story at all, it needs to be accessible in game. You can make lore. Lore, the background can be outside of the game, mm. but the story, the actual immediate story, needs to be played through by the players in the game. You know, even if it just means that you read it actually, I, I mean, I would even be fine if it was actually in game and you had to read about the stories or like somebody narrated it for you. The thing is that the Grimoire cards, you had to go outside of the game to actually read them. You had to go to the Destiny site. You had to look up your Bungie profile. You had to actually go through and actually study it. Don't get me wrong. It, it allows for another level of immersion. But the thing is, is that it sucked as a story. But my point being is that what Destiny did, I thought, was really cool, and uh, Borderlands does a very similar thing as well. I love Borderlands. I'm about Borderlands. Is that it's an RPG that's a shooter. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Some people will bitch about, you know, well, you, you're just shooting people until they finally die. They're just bullet sponges. But the, here's the thing, though. <laughs> and? And, yeah. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so what? Every game, you're shooting someone in until a first-person shooter until they die. Yeah. That's but my kind of game. But with Destiny, you have an extra element. What if they're weak to fire? What if they're weak to uh, arc energy? What if they're weak to, you know, things like that, you know? You have you have these weapons with elemental damage properties. You have these weapons with some, you know, really strange properties. Okay, as soon as you empty the clip, you have a 50% chance of your clip refilling or something like that. Or it's when, a fully... Yeah, when you reload, like, you'll throw your gun, your gun will explode like a grenade, and just pull up another gun. Are we talking about Borderlands or Borderlands Destiny? Or Destiny. Borderlands. They have that on Borderlands, like, too. They have that on Destiny... They yeah, Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, wait, no. That's Borderlands. That's a little model like, gun or whatever. I was yeah. like, yeah. Destiny's a bit more ridiculous than I thought Destiny it was. Destiny was like, there's one thing that was really cool, though. When you reloaded it, it's something. 
It did something, like maybe it, it launched well, a grenade or something. I think there was but... a chance for reload where you don't actually use any ammunition. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, like I'm sorry. However, what you said about Borderlands is one of my favorite parts of the game is, is that you, you get those... It's ridiculous. Like, because, like, Borderlands was so genius because of the random weapon yeah. generation engine. Yeah. And, like, you, you just get these ridiculous weapons. I, I think Borderlands 2 had ones that, like, the gun would speak to you. Yeah, yeah. We were like during certain things, it would like speak binary to you and stuff while you reloaded it and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, was I imagined awesome. it like Mr. Zircon from uh, from Ratchet, Ratchet and, and Clank. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mr. Very Zircon similar. is here. It, it provided context. <laughs> Some of them. There was that one where it was like the repurposed robot in Borderlands Two, and he turned himself into a gun, or like his his programming was inside of it, or something like that. Yeah, and that's the gun that a lot of people think of as being like that ridiculous gun where it's like as you shoot him, it's like I love. Killing bandits, yeah. you know, yeah, it was and it cool. was like claptrap, you know, but in your gun. And I, you know, some people find claptrap annoying and stuff. He's I, great. Those people are wrong. That, we're we're gonna save that fight for another day. But the thing is, is that you know, these games provided another level. Okay, in the same way that uh, Half Life provided almost like a platformer puzzler kind yeah. of game. Um, you know, I feel like Destiny and Borderlands provided another kind of 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 a complexity to the game in a sense that you did have to think about what is my enemy weak to? Where is his armor at? Where can I shoot off that armor? Where is his weak mm. points? Yeah. You know, games like that. I feel like revolutionize an industry. And the thing is, is that after Destiny did that, people can bitch and moan about Destiny all day long. There are so many games that came out after that that followed that exact same principle. The weak spots, you know, the elemental damage uh, types. Yeah, you what know. was that one game? Uh, the Tom Clancy game? Uh, Division. The yeah, Division. the Division. Yeah. Now, the Division didn't do super well. And nope. it's because of it was because of the developers and because of balancing. That's one thing about those games that you have to get done right is balancing for sure and it, it, it's, it's still a new thing yeah. so it's not been perfected yet but uh, i mean i'm excited for destiny too i want to see yeah. how much far they take it i played the beta i thought it was pretty decent if they can fix the storyline it'd be kind of cool you know yeah there's another beta that's out or i think it's out right now or it's going to be out soon lawbreakers yeah first I I've, I've seen that it's on a ps4 steam. it looks it's on steam yeah, like, or it's not on... Steam, but uh, Twitch. Oh, okay, like, yeah. They stream uh, it, you I was know? like, it's on, what? It's on here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that looks really cool. It looks like one of those really crazy, like, like just over-the-top, like, first-person shooters. I'm interested in that. And I actually would like to brush up real quick and correct myself, because I actually do play, also play Deus Ex, which is also a really good first-person shooter, besides, like, besides Battlefield 4. Those are... Mm. If you haven't played those games, go play them. It's so good. It's so good. But okay. how, how do we feel about Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, and 4? Yeah, uh... Blood Dragon, I haven't beaten it. It was good. I, I love I Blood it. Dragon. Yeah. Far Cry 3. Those two were great because, again, we have a leveling system, an mm-hmm. RPG element that was thrown into a shooter. People started, you know, catching on and thinking, wow, this is actually a nice yeah, little extra good. level, that's you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then on top of that, too, what Far Cry 3 did right was Far they Cry did. Far Cry 3 had a great story. It the did. The story. I haven't really finished it, but I love what I yeah. got to. Yeah. yeah. You know, Far Cry 4 kind of took it a little bit. It was redundant. But the thing is that even the story for that was actually pretty good I feel overall. Like, I feel like the story for Far Cry 4 was like everything that was... Far Cry 3 on its own was just crazy. There was bits on it. It was like, this is ridiculous. I feel like Far Cry 4, they did they took it to that extra level of being too crazy. And they left it there. And like, okay, this is we want to get this out of our system. Because like even with Far Cry 4, you could... If you like on the beginning of the game, if you just sat at the table for like 10 minutes and waited for... Like pagan men to get back off his phone, like the game would end. He'd be like, "Oh, thanks for waiting. Come on." And it'll, it'll just end the game. Took you to yeah, it'll, the uh, it'll to the mother's grave. He, he because... would legit tell you, like, "Hey, this is oh. what's actually going on. Like, I'm not actually a bad guy here." Spoilers, by the way, guys. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, you guys didn't know that. That's what happened. And I was like, I didn't know that. And like the pale man. Right? Yeah, that was pagan men or the pagan man. It's yeah. almost like a mini uh, Stanley Parable right there. Yeah, and <laughs> so like, there's a lot of interesting little like games that do that. Like like, uh, like back on Doom, the new Doom or the more recent, the most recent Doom. Um, there's actually small levels in Doom or small areas in Doom where you can like go to like original Doom yeah, and you can yeah. like, kill enemies and like they did that in Wolfenstein the newest Wolfenstein yeah. so like actually that one's actually really good you should probably play that too that's really good if you the, like Doom is it really, like, New Wolfenstein. Order? Is the... yeah New Order and then the one that's coming out Just is 2 something I don't know. Wolfenstein 2 something I don't know what the subtitle yeah. is but like uh, yeah, those are both really really good games and I actually really enjoyed when people like when they throw in a little bit of like craziness to go along with the you know 
their steady pace is like, oh, yeah. you can go over here. There's Easter egg. And it's like, oh, what's Easter egg? And it's like, you play Retro Doom inside New Doom. Yeah. Or you play Retro Wolfenstein inside New Wolfenstein. Yeah, because you're running around in the retro levels with like, you know, the, the, the new age guns. Yeah. It's, it's so <laughs> ridiculous, but it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, so how, how do you guys feel like overall first person shooters, have they gotten better with the years? I'm not just talking about graphics. I yes with graphics yeah are we just just strictly speaking oh, graphics? Hard to say. No, I said what, I'm not what talking is, about okay. better me so, really. that. But yes I say yeah overall yeah but I feel like they're starting to trail off now well yeah so it's like where have we improved where where are we starting to kind of regress no like, the, the thing is is that we are still doing better than the first first person shooters the thing is is that we become numb we become accustomed to these grand spectacles these yeah. large massive you know tales that are strewn across you know these immersive beautiful levels of graphics and mm -hmm. deep storytelling and stuff like that it's with any game in any genre all right look at dragon age inquisition and try to compare it to skyrim that came out years before that all right the thing is, is that a lot of these games we've getting we've gotten used to. We we've developed this higher sense of what is good and what's not. Okay, bring back up No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky didn't meet expectations, but if you seriously sit down and play the game, it is a technological spectacle. Yeah, the creatures walk funny. Yeah, there's not all that much stuff. But the thing is that there is still however many quintillion planets and all the other stuff and the guns and everything else. That is still extremely impressive, and mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a 10-year-old you would sit there, you know, back in the 90s looking at it or whatever, early 2000s, and be like, wow. Yeah, this is this is this is this is the top game ever that's been ever made. Uh -huh. I mean, if you go back and you play those old games, I was talking to a friend about this at work the other day. If you go back and you play nostalgia games, it's fun for a minute, but then you get bored and you're like, well, where's the trophies? Where's this? Where's that? Yeah. The thing is that we become accustomed to more. Yeah. We want more. See, and that's what you I'm know? saying. I, I feel like it, it's gonna. It's definitely a lot harder to make a first-person shooter or any game, like for that matter, that's super captivating to like the majority audience. Like There's, gonna, there's still going to be good games that come out, but I feel like as a first-person shooter, like, as far as the first-person shooter genre goes, it's... Not that like it's gonna they're gonna start just getting worse and worse. It's just like I feel like we've hit that baseline where it's like you know what we've it takes. Plateaued. Yeah, you know plateaued. what it takes to yes to make a good first person shooter. Yeah. But as I guess, especially for us because we're older, uh, it might not matter so much to the kids. They're just playing a, what's new to them, you know. Yeah. yeah. So like to us, to the older generation, the people who have grown up playing like the SNES or the, the original Game Boy to like now on Xbox Ones and Xbox One Xs and PS4 Pros, all that stuff, PCs even. I feel like there's not going to be a good first-person shooter that comes out that just blows us away like completely. Yeah, it's hard to be completely original. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's like it's just really it's so much. I'm not saying they won't be fun, but I'm saying like there's games I like. I don't see a first-person shooter that comes out and it's like this is like the best first-person shooter I've ever played in my life. Like you know, I still think like we're we're getting to a point where it's it's getting harder to innovate. I'll tell you what. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you what I think the the real big problem that I'm starting to see that I'm like me personally, I'm not a big fan of is that I think a lot of the newer AAA first person shooters are putting way too much emphasis on multiplayer. Yeah, uh, for sure. I personally enjoy a, a really good campaign. Like mm -hmm. campaign is the main reason why I buy games. Um, and you get games like I was extremely disappointed when I saw that Battlefront, the new the new Battlefront, mm -hmm. not Battlefront Two that's coming Battlefront out. Battlefront One. Yeah, Battlefront One. Yeah. Well, the the one that came out. Oh, like, Battlefield One. Sorry. No, not Battlefield. No, Battlefront. 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 Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, I was extremely disappointed in that too. Yeah. I was and sad. Like, yeah, like that game was purely multiplayer. I think it was only like, what, four maps? Yeah. Well, I mean, every game did that for a little bit. I hated that. That was the worst period of gaming. Titanfall. Packs and everything. Yeah. yeah, Titanfall did that. It was stupid. And well, like, like yeah. Battlefront like is a reboot of a series. And when I played the original original Battlefront way back when mm -hmm. like that I to me it had a great campaign I had fun just playing through that by myself playing as the 501st yeah uh what no yeah you played as the 501st in Battlefront 1 maybe it was in 2 yeah no it might have been 2 either way but yes. yeah yeah like it, it had, had like cool stories yeah they had cool stories cool campaigns but like the the new reboot of it was just like Multiplayer only. Man, you can't play this game. Well, you can't play now, by yourself. You can't play with now, no friends. I hope you got friends. Yeah. And now the new game is going to be playing as an Imperial from the perspective right after deaths or 
yeah, the Death Star 2 blows up? Yeah. Right? Yes. I'm not sure. Well, I'm trying to think because there's been a big giant orb thing that's blown up so many times. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's a star yeah. killer base. Yeah. Yeah. So after the second Death Star blows up, you're playing as a Imperial officer from their perspective all the way up until the beginning of Force Awakens. So, so be it. Uh, go ahead. On the note of multiplayer only, yeah. and certain or emphasis on it, how do you feel about games like Overwatch and like CS:GO? And well, stuff? okay, so like I understand that to an extent. I mean, like you know, that's that's what those games are built off of. But I mean, like I I guess I'm just wanting to see more entries that have a good campaign. I feel like yeah. there's I feel like like it, it's it's okay to have some of those games that are like you know focused on the multiplayer. But I feel like we're starting to see a trend where that's almost all we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like games like Overwatch, like it's almost a reskin of TF2. Of TF2. Yeah. And people, and it's people so hate that. Way people overplayed. Hate that. People hate that when you say that. TF2. They hate that. Like, I might have made some people mad, but I mean, it's true. I mean, it's true. And that's why the Overwatch for me isn't like anything crazy new. Yeah. Like, because I played a bunch of TF2 when it came out. Yeah. I love the game all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a good game. And when Overwatch came out, like, yeah, it was fun, but I was just like, I don't, this is not really anything new for me. Overwatch is awesome. Like, it's cool, but it's not. Like, and crazy like new for me. Multiplayer games like that, you really, you, a lot of people only buy because their friends buy it. Don't usually, yeah, you don't a lot of times you just don't yeah. buy just because of the yeah, game. Exactly. That's don't where, buy a game just because your friend bought a multiplayer <laughs> game. Now you got to go conform and play that game with them. This is true. That's why you never play an MMO on your own. You got to play with your friends. <laughs> well, and see, there's also only so much timeshare for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, like, we even see it now with um, PUBG that is like it, it was the top game on well no, no my point with this is it was the i returned highest. it after 30 minutes really <laughs> i returned it after 30 minutes because i found out what it was and it's basically daisy it started off as an arma mod and well okay okay the it's, guy it's player... more like h1z1 but the same guy made developed in all of them right 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 you're right well, that's probably why they're all pretty much the same <laughs> yeah right <laughs> see, but, see, but there was my a... point is is it was the game with the highest amount of players in it and it's that's like the first time any game other than something made by valve had the highest concurrent players in it Mm -hmm. Mm. so now we know that valve is not gaming the system well i mean i think counter-strike is the one that normally has the most concurrent players Uh, how convenient (laughs) it's but that's the thing is that it's cheap it's a conspiracy it's fairly priced it's a conspiracy conspiracy strike and it is made for conspiracy e-gaming. strike global offensive. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like did you ever play Counter Strike? I did. I did. Uh, did you play Go? I played Go CSGO. and I played I I Did you did you run into the people who were like, Hey, don't play online with us ever again because you're trash, even though it's like your first match? It's a it's a toxic people like that. I had game, that with though. League of Legends. Oh. It happens in every single game that's, online. It's that's, that's why I don't play. Pretty yeah, yeah, pretty bad. But you see it even with like I'm a I'm a pretty big Rocket League player, and you know How Rocket am I supposed League to is get even good? Like, you know yeah, it's the exact same way. People talk so much trash on these <laughs> games, and I think it, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's a great thing for the gaming environment because yeah. since it is so competitive, people come back. But at I the think, same time, I think that's a topic that we should have on another cast. Is just like trash talking people stuff? just being absolute trash. Online. Oh, I'll tell you, I got some it's, stories. Man. It's I want to see any of those so people bad. beat a Bloodborne or a Dark Souls game. Right? Probably. How long before they just rage quit one you, of those? You just got to get good. Yeah, yeah. you know you the first Dark Souls, I died twenty times on the first boss. <laughs> just, just, just saying. You know the. I still haven't beat Bloodborne yet. Dude, that's a good ass game. I'm stuck on that stupid the three witches or the three people that come after you, dude. Oh, the snake dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those guys. The yeah. I keep rage quitting, dude. It's, it's hard, dude. It's not, it's not an easy. Game. It's you hard. have a PS4 now, right, Jacob? Yeah. I remember totally... we played Battlefield One together. And oh stuff. yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should get Bloodborne. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I don't want to be we should play some GTA, guys. So good, man. You, you won't be disappointed. Really? Or this complete size. This is different top of like first person shooters. No, Bloodborne. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's such a great it's, story. Yeah. It's yeah. the only reason why I come back, dude. Is like it's just so eerie and strange and it's great. Super aggressive though. Bloodborne, you have to be aggressive. You don't hang back. Yeah. You, 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 you get like there and you DS three. How aggressive that one is compared to the other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways. Anyways, that's not FPS. <laughs> yeah, it's not FPS. Yeah, it is. Dark Souls is a first-person shooter. <laughs> you got some arrows and crossbows. It's a first-person... <laughs> death. 
That's the best best simulator. The best yeah. simulator. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. That's well, uh, before we move on to the next topic, uh, let's let's just talk about um, first-person shooters going into the future. Is there anything that you may be looking forward to? Something that you'd oh. like to see in a oh, first-person yeah. shooter oh, yeah. game? Oh yeah. Bobby or Definitely. Yeah. Zach, I think you. No, no, Bobby, go ahead. No, Zach, go first. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say that I had a theory. All right, so old. It, this goes back to the whole younger generations playing it. You know, a lot of ge- younger generations really love games like uh, the new Call of Duties and stuff like I hate that. Games. <laughs> Zach's face, like, boy, <laughs> I'm a dead ass smash you. <laughs> I'm going to have Marina tonight eat you while you sleep. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a while, that little tiny dog. That's just how she will get big and strong. <laughs> like Clifford. She will absorb the beard of Brad. <laughs> and Brad's beard. Um, the thing is, is that I think uh, younger generations, uh, they, they, the reason why games seem to have become stagnant is that to younger generations, this is still extremely amazing. I mean, GoldenEye, in all reality, sucks. Yeah. And in all reality, you play it now. Terrible controls. No, it was amazing when I was terrible younger. Terrible graphics. Now. This is true. Not optimized. Donkey said this. Not twin stick. Donkey said this. He did. The thing is, is that now you see, uh, okay, so like the uh, Call of Duty Infinite, okay? It has a decent story. To a kid who has not seen any tropey video game stories before, it's going to seem like it's a pretty epic thing. Um, the gameplay is pretty badass i mean you run around you jump off walls do your parkour shit and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. you have these crazy ass guns with full customizability and stuff like that you have these top-notch triple-a graphics and on top of that too you have the triple-a uh gosh soundtrack to go with it too and then the audio recording it people are going to get immersed in that you know and kids especially they're susceptible to that even though it was made for adults kids like it and the reason why i think it's gotten stagnated is because Guess who buys the most games? It's, it's those kids, man. This is true. Yeah, because they, they have to appeal to uh, the audience that's going to pay the most money who's going to, you know, hey, Might's, mom, can I have this for Christmas? You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. It so, might be yep. ESRBMA, but... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not. Like... My favorite FPS game still does... Playing through that again. It's not a first-person shooter. It it's a new have version. A okay, version. yeah. No, that's, not, that's not what you saw. It's an FPS. I, I do not. I'm well, not actually. I'm not going to allow that game to be classified as a first-person shooter. I, I, just because I, I you can click a button and become first-person. Play it. Well, that means Skyrim, that means Skyrim Fallout, and any other... Like those aren't first person yeah, shooters. Fallout is a first person shooter. No. Dude, Knack is a first person shooter. Fallout Knack. is a <laughs> <laughs> Knack two, baby. Knack two, baby. It's more of a first person shooter than Grand Theft Auto is, though. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. And I, I will I was I'm I'm gonna put it this way, is because like with Fallout and Skyrim, you're you're focused on the first person. Like that's kind of your default. I mean, like who what kind of heathen really plays Skyrim in third person, like, you know, like always. Get out, Bobby. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but Grand Theft Auto was a game that's built around the third-person viewpoint, and it was only till recently, on like what the third port of the game fourth. that they fourth port of the game that third. they added. They in. wanted to perfect. <laughs> they wanted to perfect the first-person shooter elements, and my God, it plays like a champ. I'm replaying through it again. You agree with me, right? <laughs> We're just like, but dead ass, I agree with you. <laughs> It's Grand ex- Theft Auto is a boneless shooter. It's a boneless shooter. Yeah, it's a boneless <laughs> first-person shooter. There you go. <laughs> All right. You know what? It is. It, try it in first person. I have. I'm not going to qualify it as a first-person shooter, though. Hey, are we still on the topic of what we'd like to see in the future? Sure. Yes. First-person yeah. shooters? Okay. Yeah. I want to see more VR first-person shooters. Mm. You stole it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. So, Jacob and yes, I have the same mindset. Because it's like, if you let's say you have like a game like Battlefield where you have 64 players online. Right, and you're yeah. staring at the screen. Like, could you could you imagine that with like a VR? Like you're looking around, you're getting shot at. So, well, it's, it's, go ahead, Scott. <laughs> I think it's gonna be more something like super hot. Yes. Okay. That's the actually what I was about to get into. Super, super, hot. super hot. Super hot. Because in super hot, hot. at least in VR, super you hot. you can kind of shuffle and lean, mm-hmm. um, and of course shoot and do everything you did in the original game yeah yeah i I got a chance to play on my brother's playstation vr uh this past weekend 
playing super hot in VR. And that was, that was really awesome. Cause you actually do get to move your head around, you know, uh, you're doing like matrix style bullet dodging. It's, it's mm-hmm. like that, that is kind of what the, the, the first person shooter experience yeah. should kind of be like. I mean, super hot is kind of a special, um, indie darling. Sure. I was going to go with special case. That's the word I was looking for. Indie darling. Indie darling. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you have the whole, uh, super game mechanic hot. of, you know, time only moves when you're moving. So it's a little bit different than you know a traditional full. But blown. see, I think that works probably better for VR because oh, definitely. you don't want everything just freaking blazing past yeah, I do. you. I do because yeah, it's part not, of the experience. I want that. To, to be able to be good at a first-person shooter. You now actually have to be as good as a Navy SEAL. That's fine. I probably die a lot, but that's fine. <laughs> you, you'll learn. You'll be super ripped by the well, time you get done playing the game like four times. Yeah, this is this is how we train our super soldiers. <laughs> I mean. Uh, there was that one game that came out for PSVR, which was a full, real first-person shooter in VR. Huh? Uh, I'll have to look it up. But yes, there was a full, real one. But people said, like, the way they had to program the AI is when they come at you and they'd, like, jump at you if you moved out of the way, they the AI would then have to run back around and get in front of you, basically, to get shot. Oh, so hmm. you, you only get attacked if the enemy's in front of you. Right. Interesting. And because of... Now, I'm going to go stand in a corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You have to think about it. Put my hand behind me and just start shooting. <laughs> you have to think because it's like, well, I mean, the edge case of PSVR only really working wherever the camera can see. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> I think programmers are going to have to think differently when building... First-person shooters in the, VR, and that's the one thing too. Like, we're expecting these games to get like you know it's gonna get better, but it's it's gonna take a lot of work. It's gonna get a whole lot worse before it gets a better. Whole lot of work, like years, dead hours. <laughs> no, like oh, I don't know. There was one other game that I want to talk about really quick. It was a really good first-person shooter, and everyone played it. And I was like, you played it for a little bit, and then everyone got done playing it, and no one ever played it again. Was it a recent game? No, it was an older game. It's a 360 game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh, Shadowrun. You guys remember Shadowrun? Never played it. Never played Shadowrun? You guys never heard of Shadowrun? You, you were I wrong have, about everybody playing it. I see, have. See, no, I haven't. That was one of the first, I think that was one of the first widely spread class-based shooters that they had. That was first-person shooter. And then TF2 came along. And I'm like, eh. And I never had an Xbox. Yeah. I was deprived of Halo and Gears. Hopefully you want to talk about Class-based. Well, wait, we're talking about Jacob needs to um, talk about the future of VR. Yeah, talk about the future of VR. I just want to say Battlefront was a class-based shooter. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. Farpoint <laughs> is the name of that game. Never heard of it. It's a. I thought it's it was a Well, no, it's a PlayStation exclusive <laughs> VR game, first-person shooter. But Jacob, <laughs> what do you want to see in the future? I don't. I, I see. I haven't followed too much VR, but. I, um, I would like to see a lot yeah. of like pull on a full suit and have oh. all these like things that track your joints. So just movements. you not even first person shooter, just you person shooter. Well then you have motion you capture shooter. You yeah. still have the head and everything, but you also have a suit and stuff. I mean that would be like revolutionary, like completely yeah. but that would be yes, super, super pricey until they can pump it out on a conveyor <laughs> belt or something. Every time you say battlefront, I imagine it with a B emoji. Uh, that's why I keep. That's why I keep laughing. By the way, that's why I keep like every time. Every time Brad says battlefront, battle 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 I'm like, oh man, and I start laughing a little bit. So that's battle why. Bun. Sorry. <laughs> I think for me, I want to see more games that were like, and maybe this is just in general that were like Blood Dragon, where it's actually has some color to it. Because I think that's ultimately... Everything the, is kind of washed out now. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of things just... It's cinematic wash, or washout. Well, I mean, I, it kind of makes sense out. that they want to make the army game like super yeah. washed out. You, well, you've been out in the tundra for fucking 47 days. You're Jesus. drinking your own piss to survive and eating your own shit. Like, are, we talking I mean, about, that's what all, are we talking about man versus wild? I mean, would, would it really take you a month to walk across the tundra? <laughs> just think about that for a second. I think it but could, then, man. Unless then, you like, find you know, some dogs. Yeah, you're I right. Mean, that, that's just what all those, you know, yeah, yeah, know camo you 
we'll kind of get Call on of that. Duty you know, guys we, like we, we, we've got the games that are like getting so so Super dark. realistic. Yeah, like, well, <gasps> it's like like every game that's like you know trying to be like oh this is a dark game. Like you always, yeah. whenever you start the game, you always have the first screen. It's like this logo should be visible. This logo should be barely visible. This logo should be not visible. You know what yeah. I do on those screens? <laughs> I turn it all the way I up. put my middle finger up <laughs> and I put it all the way to the brightest setting because I want to be able to fucking see in this game. <laughs> I honestly like it darker. Really? Yeah. Man, you you a ninja? <laughs> That's why. I just I just like the how kind of how they expect to be played, where you can't see as much. Yeah. More of a challenge. Like Gears of War one. Some aspect and some aspect. Like Gears of War one. That wasn't the first person shooter, but that game was like you can't see this, right? Third person. No. Yeah, third person. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, uh, get out. <laughs> but uh, like, no one game that really did that really really like shit was the darkness. The first Darkness game. Oh, God. Because it was like, I like the story of it. Like, it's like, like the comics, but like, I played through it and like, there were some parts, even when you use your ability to see in the dark, it was just too dark. I'm like, I can't see anything. I think that is the one game I did have to turn it up on. That yeah. was, that was. Because it was so dark. It yeah. was like, you're playing the black screen. It with, wasn't with even the difficulty. The difficulty came from the lack of vision. Yeah, it was I mean, just like, really. the game was just the darkness. And it's like, okay, you actually can't see anything. But it was a good game. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, very, very I dark. shouldn't have known what I was getting into. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I expect first-person shooters to get better, like, you know. But then again, I don't expect it to, like, blow our socks off. Because, you know. Like, if you're, thinking, if you're looking for a game with color, Scott, like, Lawbreakers. Go look at that. Go check that out. You'll probably like it. Yeah, I mean. Lawbreakers. I would say better, definitely on a technological standpoint, but not. Story's hard to Story's hard be to be original. better. It's kind of just. With a first-person shooter, it really is. Different, yeah. Unless you have, like, Breath of the Wild's first-person shooter. That'd be really scary. Dude, well, no. But see, I think first-person <laughs> no. shooters drive a lot of the mechanics of the industry. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, just jumping or, like, maybe not necessarily platforming from the first-person perspective, but, like, if you try to go back and play Half-Life, like, jumping in that has to be, like, super exact. And you have to jump and crouch you know, and it's like Halo. also, you know, like swinging the camera around like dual joystick is so easy for all of us because we've been doing it for so long. But that is a concept that just didn't exist. Yeah. You know, like our, like my dad, he like sort of gets into it. But like the idea of moving your head and walking at the same time is just still pretty difficult for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, my, I remember I was watching my dad play like Call of Duty and he just wasn't like doing it fluidly and i was like man this must be really hard because it's like for him he grew up with like you know he didn't really grow up with video games really he grew up with like platformers which is one button and you know another button and you just joystick <laughs> and press a or something yeah and today it's just like we have controllers with like 16 buttons on them you know click sticks and like you know shoulder pads and you're just like do all this stuff. i'm like how do you do that and it's like oh, just grow up with it and it's fine and then like the xbox one elite controller has like the have. back paddle do you have that yeah. controller no you want Bad, one dude I mean, if, I'll uh, take if you, do you if want to get rid of it, no, I'll take. Why not? One. I have one. They're so good. No, they're so good. One, dude, you can jump. You can jump, and Which you can it? aim and be moving at the same time with the, with your ring finger instead of pressing A. So your your thumb never leaves the the controller to aim. I don't care. That helps you so much on Destiny, bro. Come on, bro. Bro, I play PS4. On on the note of controllers, mm. who is inverted? Who is not inverted? Uh, I'm not, I'm inverted. not inverted. Not inverted. Not inverted. Not inverted. Are you uh, inverted? I'm inverted. I'm inverted too. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of weird. No, no, it makes no, sense. Because no, it's it makes, like, it makes I sense. Just, like, it's how like I started with my like, biggest ratchet or something was inverted by default, and that's <laughs> well. Uh, and there. it's like whenever you fly, like I can only think like uh, if I'm flying, it's got to be inverted. But if I if I'm doing a first person shooter, it's not inverted. I'm the same with first person shooters. First person shooters. I think yeah, it's. Everything's inverted for controllers, but for like mouse, it's obviously my mine, mine's just verted, you know, not <laughs> inverted. inverted. Just, inverted. Just, just verted. <laughs> no, like if you, okay, if you think about it though, with in, uh, inverted, if you were to take like a a stick and just jam it in someone's back of the head, and you put a push down, they would look up. So that makes sense. Think about that. I mean, it's stick in, you just go like that. See, my head goes backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought of that one, did you? Ah. <laughs> I don't think about jamming sticks into the back. Yeah, what the hell, man? I'm a well-adjusted human society inverted, citizen, I guess. I don't inverted know. controls. Been inverted. Been inverted. Next topic. 
<laughs> talking about Trump. <laughs> Do you think Trump plays first-person shooters? Uh, Trump plays golf. Top shots golf. <laughs> That's the first-person shooter. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, yes, it is. The goal is to hit the ball into the hole. Yeah. He shoot. Is that the goal of first-person Trump plays Wii Sports, dude. He plays Wii Sports. <laughs> he still plays Wii Sports on the daily, dude, on the reg. He blames anytime he loses, he blames his own Congress. <laughs> There's nobody better at bowling. You won't meet anybody better. I just we're, we're, I'm the best. I'm the best. He has like 40 broken TVs because he never puts on his his, his wrist strap. He always <laughs> just like throws his Wii into the TV. <laughs> he does it intentionally. <laughs> Mr. Trump, you have to stop doing that. This is the taxpayers' money. This is the worst deal. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're actually getting kind of close to time, so let's go ahead and um, just go ahead and talk about the beer. Okay. Ah, <laughs> beer. It was it was delicious. This is the uh, oh, the uh, ape, ape snake. Uh, ape snake. Ape snake. Ape snake. <laughs> I didn't so taste funny. any apiness or any snakiness. So I'm, I'm actually glad about Jake that. Jake the ape snake. Jake the ape snake. That's. Kind of, uh. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and go around here and uh, let's let's talk about it. Zach. Well, one out of ten. How would you? Two out of five. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good. Out of great, He's, he faked cough and then he started really coughing. <laughs> I did. How did you know? So, uh, so that's a good out of ten. That was that was a uh, about a, a, a an eight out of ten. It uh, was good. It was yeah. fulfilling. It was. I mean, you know what it reminds me kind of of uh, a little bit like your homebrew uh, Grizzly Green Bear a little bit. Yours is better. No, though. it's better. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's offended. No, no, I'm not offended because of the quality or anything like that. It's just the the styles are very different. Very different. But the thing is, is that I haven't had a beer like this in a while. We've been having a lot of light beers and IPAs. This one was more. Last week was about the same out. Last week was higher than this. This is only seven point nine. But that I'm not talking about ABV. I'm talking about just like darkness. in general, like darkness. Like it. Uh, but anyways. Um, okay, I I I, I appreciate it. I, I thought I was supposed to be giving my rating, not a, not my, not, not, not my dissertation on beers. Well, you thought wrong. Damn it! I'm gonna fail this class, guys. <laughs> the side sources after every review. Taste bud three seventy eight. What's the, what's the, the, the deciding standard? Damn it! Move on, move on. It's really getting to you. <laughs> you look really sad, Jake. How'd you yeah. like the beer? One out of ten. That's good. I'll give it a an ape out of ten. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is the reason why we never have Jacob on the show. This is the reason why. No, 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 I, I no, really no, do that's like it. That's it. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> no, so oh, did you, you want to add on Jacob. to it at all? What I mean, you liked about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I like dark beers, and this I, I don't like too bitter, and this is like the right amount of bitterness for Sweetness. me too. So, all right. Yeah, Scott. I mean, uh, how did you like the beer? <laughs> oh, one out of ten. Oh, this is hard. Maybe man, I think I would agree with Jacob. Of eight out of ten, just because <sighs> I I, the, I agree the bitterness isn't is I I like the bitterness. It's not that bad. <laughs> All yeah, right. but I don't know. Just dark beers are maybe just too rich for me. Let me clarify. Eight out of ten was good. It's like eight. Yeah, I mean, it's like eight. I say, I say. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, I think I got where you're going. Just make sure because he's for. saying he doesn't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm never gonna give something just a bad score. But well, okay, I think we're doing this wrong. Yes. <laughs> there, there has to be something I don't, bad. It's like I like it, but at the same time, I don't think I would normally order it. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, so your 8 out of 10 is probably like a 3 out of 10. No! It's like a 5. It's <laughs> just a 2 out of 5, I right? didn't think it was bad. It's just not something I would pick out. So 6 out of 10. An 8 is like really dang close to 10. That means you would definitely a order 6 it. out of 10. Okay, so, okay. That sounds so, a little so like, better. If you like 2 out of 5, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, a bone <laughs> out of a pickle. <laughs> 13 lines of Manelis out of a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bobby, I'm, I'm gonna give it. Uh, what do you think about this beer? <laughs> it tastes like a, 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 a an ape escape. It's like an ape. I was damn it. <laughs> what? How'd you know I was gonna say that? I read your mind through the microphone. I use the power of analog signals. <laughs> uh, I give it uh, two snake eyes. Snake eyes out of a uh, out of ten. Two out of ten. So eleven oh, out of ten. What? Can you do yeah, that? I like it. Eleven out of ten. That wasn't that good. 
It was like a <laughs> seven and a half out of eight, out of ten. All right. I appreciate it. It was. Is that your final answer? I like, yeah, seven and a half out of ten. It was. I liked it a lot. Uh, you take you take eleven you minus two, and we get seven and a half. What? That's, what? That's not what? Eleven. Eleven minus two is nine. It's nine. Dude. I'm trying to figure out your math because you started out with snake eyes. Snake eyes, which is one it was one. Just two. And add five point five, <laughs> the amount of alcohol in this. <laughs> seven point nine. I didn't know that. <laughs> Too much arithmetics. <laughs> arithmetics. <laughs> no, so, so definitely a seven and a half. Uh, more probably numbers. like more than eight. Okay, eight. <laughs> eight out of ten. I liked the beer. I enjoyed it. It was dark. It was rich. I enjoyed the flavor. It was, it was really nice. I definitely nice. noticed that. I don't know if it was just you guys. Actually, I noticed it about everybody. Everyone kind of had like a, a kind of a big head going when they after they poured. You know what I mean? We can't pour well. No, we can though. Like I know. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, yeah we've done better. Uh, I think this 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 is kind of a foamy beer. It was definitely foamy, and that's, there's, that's there's what almost, I took away from there's me. almost a little bit of a different texture to the foam. Yeah, and that's what definitely kind of took away from me because I was like, I want to drink my beer, but every time I drank, it was like, it's like just. <laughs> puffing on foam and I was like, I don't like this. Get out! Like just, it was, but it was good. It, the taste was good. Uh, maybe I'll go pick this up. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. It's good. What do you think about it, man? Uh, <laughs> oh man. What was that? That's uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> that's indeterminate form uh, right there. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna have to go with like a seven and three quarters. Can you do that? Brad, choose a half. <laughs> you made him choose eight when he had point five. Yeah. <laughs> maniac, what's going on here? All I said was more numbers, and you went up to eight. I didn't know where it came from. You said more numbers. I was like, okay, are you going to round up? There's eight. 738. Well, see, like for me, it's not quite a seven and a half, but it's not quite an eight. So that's how I feel, though. Seven and three quarters. Seven and a half. No. <laughs> what I was trying to get at is just that I think that maybe... Um, like, I, I just don't think I would buy this, you know? Okay. That's fair. I'd buy you, but I think it's good. It's yeah. just not, it's not, it's not your thing. Yeah. It's not your beer. That's why. And I, that's okay. I mean, that's, I'll, I'll sell for seven. I like, okay. I like, <laughs> I'm changing it. It's officially a seven. Okay. Also, also really, really quick before you go on a little bit, um, this ape snake, the bottle like artwork. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted, super, I wanted to talk about it a Super bit. like nineties. Yeah. So, uh, again, for our listeners, if you don't remember, it's uh, Ape Snake. And this is from Prairie Artisan Ales, uh, which is a brewery up in um, Oklahoma. Huh. Um, and, yeah, they always have this really kind of crazy artwork going on. That's kind of their thing. Um, so, Prairie's big thing, um, they have an imperial stout called Bomb. It's Prairie Bomb. Bomb. Yeah. And um, it's a really big, fat imperial stout. I think it's 10 plus percent something like that mm. uh and then like they do a lot of variations with it they got prairie bomb they got pirate bomb which is aged in rum barrels Ooh. um like cake bomb which is like what like mm. birthday cake something okay it was aged in a birthday cake yeah. i was like what say what birthday cake i would like to see what that birthday cake looked like at the end of that <laughs> they, they, they've got christmas bomb which has like you know some christmas spices in there okay we're going to get on a watch list you've said bomb like 5 times now <laughs> barrel just... age bomb six six <laughs> i could keep going <laughs> but they've got a bunch of different no products. i would definitely check out this brewery Apple though bomb. okay so you got to stop man that's seven man i think that's actually just six i'm not sure i wasn't really counting but i would definitely check check this this out cuz like I enjoy the taste of it, but yeah. I would like to see what else they have. And like, um, so, th- like I said before, the style on this one is a dry hopped dark farmhouse ale, and a lot of the like, uh, aside from the, the the bomb series, which is uh, stouts, um, a lot of the ones that they do are farmhouse beers. Which, if you don't know, farmhouse is kind of like, um, the 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 yeast i guess is a bit more sourish so you get a little bit more of the sour flavor in the beer if you get you guys kind of tasted that when yeah, yeah. a little bit Maybe more tart that's what I like. I don't know. yeah um so like you know back in like i guess older times you had farmhouse breweries you still have some farmhouse breweries but you know they'd go ferment the barrels kind of out in the farmhouses and they'd kind of pick up a little bit of wild bacteria that that made it a little bit more sour a little bit more tart um another bacteria. another good brewery that does a lot of farmhouse style beers is um Jester King, which is down in Austin. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of different good farmhouse beers that have like some sour stuff going on. Okay. Huh. Nice. Sour stuff so, in their beers. Huh? So if, if you enjoyed this. Hey, who do we thank for the beer though? Well, of course, Bearded Monk. Yeah. And uh, Ben. Ben uh, always. Ben, 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 ben easily ben. always picks out our beers for us. I go in there. I'm like, hey, Ben. He's like, here you go, Brad. 
This <laughs> 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 is exactly what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Oh, thanks. Such an enlightening interaction you got. And going what happens? There. What happens? What happens at Bearded Monk, huh? Uh, well, Bearded Monk, you know, every, every Friday they got they got a little radio show, DentonRadio.com. They got a free beer Friday. Uh-huh. But they got they got a different brewer coming there every week from a different brewery. They talk about their beers and talk about how good those beers are and like just different things about that brewery. Uh-huh. Then they go back over to the Monk. They party. Yeah. Then they get they they do a big old shotgun. Everybody gets out there. Put your foot in. Yeah. Put P-A-R-T. your foot in. R T. Why? Shotgun. Yeah. Put your foot in. Tons of fun. Uh, we always want to thank the Bearded Monk. They're, they they give us our free beer. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ben. <laughs> Love you. And uh, yeah, we, we just appreciate the hell out of them. Oh, yeah. We well, do. I want to thank everybody for joining us this this week. Uh, Jacob, thanks again for, for coming on. It was thank a lot you. of fun. Yeah. Along right. with your, your bear puns. Yeah. Bear puns were good. <laughs> bear puns. <laughs> okay, everybody, join us again next week and be sure to crack a cold one open with your boys. Bye.